Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Ezekiel chapter 16. We're back from three days off for Good Friday, Holy Saturday, and Easter Sunday, where we had podcasts specific to those important days. If you didn't hear those, you might want to go check those out. Or if you are joining us because you first came to us through one of those podcasts, welcome. We are doing a Bible overview. We started in May of 2020. You can go back there and join us starting in Genesis, or you can just jump in with us right now, whatever you want to do. It's great to have you along. So this text, we're going to be in chapter 16, at least a couple days. The heading in my Bible is the Lord's faithless bride. And what he's going to do is he's going to use imagery to describe Jerusalem as a bride of God. And he's going to describe where that bride came from, how it's sustained, how it became what it is, how it rose to prominence. And we're going to draw a parallel from that to our own lives, our own existence as followers of Christ today. One thing I'll read in my ESV study Bible is a couple sentences that talk about this chapter, which is going to make you want to buckle your seatbelts. This is both the most infamous passage in the book and also the longest single oracle. The infamy rests not only on the brutal violence it depicts, but also on Ezekiel's shocking use of sexual language. So hang on to your hats and let's dive into verses 1 through 14. Again, the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, make known to Jerusalem her abominations, and say, Thus says the Lord God to Jerusalem, Your origin and your birth are of the land of the Canaanites. Your father was an Amorite and your mother a Hittite. And as for your birth, on the day you were born, your cord was not cut, nor were you you washed with water to cleanse you, nor rubbed with salt, nor wrapped in swaddling cloths. No, I pitied you to do any of these things to you out of compassion for you, but you were cast out in an open field, for you were abhorred on the day that you were born. So this is obviously referring to a baby being born and likening it to Jerusalem. Jerusalem wasn't wanted. Jerusalem was cast out in an open field. Jerusalem's existence uh, is in the land of Canaan, and there was no desire for Jerusalem to be a city among the Canaanites before God brought his people into the land and began to subdue it and settle it. Verse 6, And when I passed by you and saw you wallowing in your blood, I said to you, in your blood, live. I said to you, in your blood, live. That's a repeat, by the way. I made you flourish like a plant out of the field. And you grew up and became tall and arrived at full adornment. Your breasts were formed, your hair had grown, yet you were naked and bare. Obviously, this is describing a woman because the metaphor is a bride, a bride of the Lord, the city of Jerusalem. Verse 8, when I passed by you again and saw you, behold, you were at the age for love, and I spread the corner of my garment over you, and you were covered and covered you in your nakedness. I made my vow to you and entered into a covenant with you, declares the Lord God, and you became mine. Then I bathed you with water and washed you off and anointed you with oil. I clothed you with the embroidered cloth and shod you with fine leather. I wrapped you in fine linen and covered you with silk. And I adorned you with ornaments and put bracelets on your wrists and a chain on your neck. And I put a ring on your nose and 
earrings in your ears, and a beautiful crown on your head. Thus you were adorned with gold and silver, and your clothing was of fine linen and silk and embroidered cloth. You ate fine flour and honey and oil. You grew exceedingly beautiful and advanced to royalty, and your renown went forth among the nations because of your beauty. For it was perfect through the splendor that I had bestowed on you, declares the Lord God. So here's this image of the city of Jerusalem, which would not have existed, would have been left for dead, never would have come to pass if the Lord had not first acted and decided to raise Jerusalem up from nowhere. And this is a very powerful metaphor. It should really remind us of the way that Israel itself came to existence. Israel, of course, is the people of God who came from the descendants of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. We studied that back in Genesis. And the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, at many times, Israel could have died, should have died, should not have become what it did, except for the Lord acted and made it live, made it exist. And friends, that is the case with our very own faith in Christ today. We are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, and this is not anything that we've done. We're going to read about that in Ephesians 2 right here. We ought to be able to identify when we read Ezekiel chapter 16, verses 1 through 14, we ought to be able to look at that and say, you know what, that sounds a lot like me, because I was dead, and I would still be dead. I would never have existed if the Lord hadn't raised me up. Here's what chapter 2 of Ezekiel of Ephesians says while Paul is writing. But God, being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he had loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. Of course, this book, Ephesians, is being written to people who are followers of Christ in Ephesus. And so the we's and the us's refer to people who are trusting Jesus Christ alone for salvation. And then verse 8 and 9, which are very familiar. For by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not your own doing. It is a gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. And here's another text in Titus where Paul is writing one of his one of his mentees, one of his protégés, Titus, and he's saying the same thing. But when the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us abundantly through Christ our Savior, that having been justified by his grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This is the good news, friends. This is the gospel, that even though we're dead in our trespasses, even though we shouldn't exist, God acted graciously and mercifully to raise us up in Jesus Christ, to not only send his son to live and die and rise again like we just celebrated on Easter, but he gave us eyes of faith. He gave us a heart that was soft. He gave us a heart that was like the fertile soil when the seed of the gospel was planted in it, it took root. And that's not because of anything, friends, that we've done. That's because God acted holy and initially, just like he did as he's describing this bride, Jerusalem's existence in Ezekiel 16. What a powerful image and what a great reminder, friends, that we owe nothing to ourselves for anything good that God has done for us, for any salvation that we have. It's all God, all the time. Come back and join us for more of Ezekiel 16. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. 
Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.